Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Hello and welcome to the Dave Recap Podcast. I'm your host, Ray Taylor, and I'm here to break down every episode of the hit FXX comedy series. If you're a fan of Lil Dicky and his unique brand of hilarious and irreverent comedy, then this is the podcast for you. So sit back, relax, and let's submerge ourselves into the world of Dave. This episode, I am talking about Dave Season 3, Episode 3, Hearsay. This episode aired April 12th, 2023, directed by Tony Yacinda, the person who brought us American Vandal, as well as the show Players, both amazing shows. Uh, so check those out. And he directed this episode. Uh, this episode, the gang is in Atlanta, Georgia, where Gator Gata is from. Uh, this episode focuses primarily on Dave and Gata. The others are you have a little small little moment in this episode, but pr primarily we're focused on Dave and Gata. Gata is trying to get Rick Ross to sign off on a track uh, that he wants to use uh, that already has uh, Rick Ross had already rapped on a track and Gata wants to use it for his upcoming album or for a, a track of his own. Uh, Dave gets a tweet from Kill a Mike or has Kill a Mike retweet one of Dave's tweets, uh, which causes him stress the entire time he's there. Uh, Dave and Gata get robbed in this episode and uh, something very important to Rick Ross was stolen in that moment. And uh, Gata also has to make a tough decision involving one of his old friends. So let's get into the details of this episode, as I do on every episode of this recap podcast. We are in Atlanta, Georgia, as I mentioned. Gata talking to two dudes in the driveway, two of his friends in the driveway with one of those slingshot cars, right? The cars that have the two front wheels and the one rear wheel that's parked in the uh, driveway there. Uh, and these are his old friends, and they're talking about his new life as VMA Gata, like he's a new man now that he's been on the VMAs, uh, and they're loving his new jewelry. Uh, Gata's more excited about the new song that he has coming out that he's working on, obviously that he has to get Rick Roffs to sign off on. Uh, he asked Dave to tell them about the song that he has with Rick Ross, and Dave goes into the details of that, uh, saying that it's a song that was produced by Benny. The beat was produced by Benny, obviously the guy that Dave worked with. Uh, and uh, Rick Ross had rapped on it years ago, and then Gata rapped on it. So they technically have never even met. Rick doesn't know who Gata is. Uh, and Gata's kind of mad, just kind of wanting Dave to give them the, you know, the altered version to make it sound like Gata has you know is doing work with if with rick ross instead of the reality of the situation but gata does have a plan to get rick ross to sign off on the the track so he can use it and dave is more focused on the fact that killer mike retweeted uh one of little dickies saying that he's in atlanta and uh rick rocks rick ross says he doesn't know this man uh, and he's trying to find out what that means. 
Uh, Gaeta's friends remind Dave uh, that Kelemike is super political, so maybe it has something to do with that. And Dave uh, is now wondering if maybe he thinks Rick knows. Uh, maybe he thinks that uh, that Killam thinks he's bad for the rap community, that, that Dave is bad for the rap community. Anyway, cut to a strip club where there is gorgeous uncensored breasts. I don't know if this is specific to Hulu. I haven't had cable since two th the early 2000s. I can't imagine they had naked breasts on cable TV, just regular cable TV. I thought it had to be. I don't know. Either way, they're at a strip club, and you get to see a bunch of uh, gorgeous breasts in, in this scene. Uh, you have Dave making it rain on strippers with Rick Ross. Uh, Dave warning the dancers that if he touches them, he'll get hard just instantly if he touches them. And he tells Rick Ross not to get him a lap dance. Do not get me a lap dance or he will just be extremely hard the whole time. Of course, Rick Ross gives him a, a, a what the fuck kind of a look. What are you even talking about? Uh, you're supposed to get hard when they give you a lap dance. Um, it's very normal. But, of course, the way Dave brings it up is very awkward. Uh, and Dave tells him this story about Thanksgiving where his 11-year-old cousin was sitting on his lap and he was so proud of himself because nothing moved. I don't know how old Dave was in this story. And, of course, Rick Ross gives the look like, what the fuck are you even talking about? What does that even mean? Cut to Gaeta asking his friend if he wants to go over and hang out with Rick Ross and Dave uh, where they are in their kind of VIP section. Uh, and Gaeta tries to make his friend put on a shirt that says security on it. Uh, and Dave complaining about his show not selling out, blaming it on a tweet, the tweet that Killa Mike posted. Uh, and Dave asking Rick if he knows Killa Mike and uh, if he if he likes him or if he if he thinks he's an asshole and Rick's like says he knows him and that he's his homie and he's one of the smartest motherfuckers he knows and, and Dave asks how much Rick's uh, chain cost that he's wearing his giant chain got the giant diamond encrusted R and he asks how it how much it costs and he says it's a quarter and Dave's like oh that's surprising it's not it's twenty five grand that's not that much and Rick's like, no, no, a quarter million, quarter million dollars. How, who'd have thought, who, who thinks a quarter is 25,000? A quarter of 100,000? Come on, come on. Then he puts the chain on Dave. And it's like, the moment, the moment Dave brings up the chain, I know, I have a feeling I know where this is going. And then when Rick puts the chain, this quarter million dollar piece of jewelry on dave's neck i know this is going to go badly i am already stressed out with the fact that dave has a quarter million dollar piece of jewelry around his neck dave bird right this is not a person that would ever have a quarter million dollar piece of jewelry on his neck right and now he does and it's somebody that he doesn't really somebody that's way above him in the the kind of business that he's in so he invites dave over to a get together a brunch that he's having where he's going to have a bunch of wealthy business owners and entrepreneurs over uh, at his place 
Meanwhile, you see Gaeta and his buddy, right, being hassled by Rick Ross's or, the, or maybe just the security at the strip club. Uh, but they're not letting Gaeta and his buddy go over there, right? They're holding him back. Gaeta is trying to explain that Dave is his buddy, he opens for Dave, and this is his security and all this kind of stuff. And they're not falling for it. So they get a hold. They flag Dave down. And uh, Dave tells Rick Ross that he'll be right back. Uh, but Rick is not focused at all on what's going on when Dave does that. He's more focused on the dancers. Uh, Dave goes over, gets them in. And uh, Dave's wearing this di giant piece of jewelry. And Sarah's telling them that he feels very Malibu's Most Wanted, which is a hilarious reference uh, to a very funny movie. And uh, when Dave gets back, Rick is gone. And I'm already nervous. I'm having a panic attack that Dave has this necklace and now Rick is gone. It's like, this is not going to, this is just setting up for something to not go well. Right? Cut to them in a convenience store. Dave took the necklace off and is now just holding it. All, all, just making the situation even more nerve-wracking. Right? Asking, asking Gaeta uh why rick would let him wear it gate is like it means that he trusts you dave thinks it's just because he has a a, a lack of judgment uh Gata's friend says it's because the motherfucker's rich all of which could be true <laughs> he could he definitely is rich he af can afford it uh probably has a level of trust in dave uh but also probably not the best judgment in giving dave this necklace and dave tells him about this brunch that he's invited to that's happening tomorrow and uh he's also wondering if killer mike's gonna be there right because that's dave's biggest worry is this killer mike situation obviously um and as dave and gata are walking out right their buddy's still in the convenience store dave and gata walking out the necklace is right like the necklace isn't in sight so i'm thinking when they walk out that maybe he like left it on the countertop like i'm expecting dave to be re this necklace to be removed from dave in some way so when they walk out i'm like and i don't see it i'm like he left it somewhere he's going to lose it and now he's got got it and that's what the episode is gonna be him trying to track down this necklace but i was wrong because just as they walk out, these dudes with ski masks on, balaclavas on, come up and, and, and rob them, right? Hold them up at gunpoint. Dave, who just took a bite of a hot dog, starts choking, right? And they're all confused. They're all, what is going on with this guy? And he's, like, choking, like, clearly signaling. And Gaeta can't do anything because he's got guns pointed at him. And the other guys are like, well, we are we going to do something? We should probably do something. And one guy's like, I'll give him the Heimlich maneuver. And he's like, no, don't touch him. You'll put evidence on him. He's like, what am I going to put motherfucking fingerprints on this guy? I got to help save him from dying, right? We just want their shit. We don't need them dying on us, right? And they're all confused. Dave eventually is able to cough up the bite of hot dog on his own. Uh, and they they take the, the chain. They take his wallet. Dave pleads with them to give him his ID back because he doesn't want to have to go to the DMV because it's just a hassle. 
Like he's going to have to wait until he gets back in town, back in L.A. to go to the DMV to get a replacement. So they give him his ID back, right? So there's, there's some, uh, there's some, there's some sympathy there. And uh, they they both get on the ground. You know, they put both of them on their knees, and Dave and Gata are kind of covering up as these guys run off, and. Uh, Gata's buddy finally comes out of the convenience store and sees them both on their knees in the parking lot. And he's asking him, it's like, wait, you guys praying right now? What are you guys doing? You guys Muslim? You praying to Mecca? I don't even think that's the right direction. Uh, cut to Gata starting to call around all of his friends, all the people he knows to hear, to see if any of them have heard of a white guy getting his chain snatched. Uh, Dave wants to call the cops. Obviously, Gata doesn't want to do that. It's like, you don't want to have Rick Ross tied up in something with the cops. Like, you don't want to have to do that. So Gata's trying to do it in his way. Uh, then Dave suggests that he can just explain the situation to Rick Ross and that he'll be understanding. And Gata's like, you're ridiculous. He's determined to find this because he wants... I mean, he still needs... Gata still needs Rick Ross to sign off on this track that he wants to put out. And he's not going to be able to do that if Dave goes to him and just explains that he lost a quarter million dollar piece of jewelry. Right? It's not, it's, it doesn't look good on Dave. Gata's attached to Dave. It's not going to help Gata get what he needs out of this situation. So <clears throat> Dave doesn't get why someone needs to wear a necklace to begin with like that. Like just to look cool and Gata tells him to stop oversimplifying things. It's not just about looking cool. And Dave brings up Gata making his friend wear a security sh shirt to make him look cool. Right. So it's like, well, what am I, you know, then Dave gets a DM from Rick Ross uh, with a link to a live video of the guys that robbed them live streaming, showing off the chain that they got. Then Rick Ross calls Dave and Dave, whose fingers are covered with barbecue sauce, because, of course, after getting robbed, who isn't hungry for barbecue? So not wanting to get his phone covered in barbecue sauce is trying to get Gata to answer it, uh, but doesn't. So G Dave answers it and tries to play it off like they didn't know it, it was, you know, they didn't know it was Rick's chain. Like, m maybe they think it's it's Robert De Niro. And Rick's like, they're tagging me in the video. They know it's mine, Dave. It's like, you're an idiot, right? Dave just trying to do his best, but. And like Rick asking, like, if Dave is punking him and Dave's like, I don't have any association with punk to the show. I don't know, Ashton. I know you wouldn't like that. So I'm not doing that, right? Meanwhile, Dave trying to lick his fingers off while on FaceTime with Rick, and Rick's like, what are you doing right now? Are you licking your fingers right now? And Rick tells him to get the chain back now or else he's going to be blackballed, right? Get this thing back or you're done, right? Your career is done. Let's take a quick break from this episode to talk about attention, attention all, all Ray, Ray Taylor, Taylor show, show fans. fans. We're excited to announce we've just released a line of exclusive merchandise featuring original artwork inspired by the show. Our high quality shirts and biodegradable phone cases are a perfect way to show your support 
for the show and make a great gift for any fan. Plus, with each purchase, you'll be helping us continue to bring you great content. So don't wait. Head on over to InspireDisorder.com now and check out the full collection. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll show your support by grabbing some Ray Taylor Show merchandise today. And now, let's get back to the show. So Gata sees something in the video, in the live video that these criminals posted that he recognized, right? So he's got a lead. So he goes to this guy he knows that, you know, runs in the import-export business. He deals with merchandise that sometimes falls off of a truck, right? Some guy that, you know, rappers who also steal chains would also get maybe furs from get nice clothing from right so gata knows this guy they show up and the dude's got one of those robotic dogs that are being implemented in police departments now and dave is so distracted with this dog playing with this dog meanwhile gata knows this guy and he's like shows him the video and like you know finds out who these guys are and uh, gets their number. So Gata calls him, and they want fifty thousand dollars for the chain. Not a bad deal. Fifty grand for a two hundred thousand dollar chain. Two hundred fifty thousand dollar chain. Uh, but Dan Dave doesn't like the aggression Gata's got. Like he's nervous, right? And asking him to kind of operate on under the assumption that like that you know don't don't act so hard because like i'm part of you dave is part of the gata dave crew so gata should be operating under the assumption that they are half bitch right gata's trying to ask tell him to stop acting like a bitch and he's like look at who i am i am that is who i am so you need to operate under the fact that in this duo half of us is half bitch right and dave doesn't want to pay 50 K Gata's like 50 K is like five bucks to you. And Dave's like, you don't know my finances. Okay. It's 50 K is 50 K. Right. Things aren't going as good as you think Gata. So they want, so they decide that they will give him the chain in exchange for Rick Ross doing a verse on one of their tracks. So, Dave tells Gata, you have his, you have him on a track, give him what you have on your hard drive in exchange for this. And they plan, they're going to do the exchange in the morning. Uh, Dave gives a very bitch like goodbye. Um, and thank you for working with us on this. Right. Uh, cut to Mike Els and Emma playing a game in the tour bus. I forget what the game, I definitely played this game at parties in the past drinking game where you try to get people to say the magic word and you give them clues on it so they're playing this game they're all drunk Els accidentally gets emma's uh clothes dirty that's dry clean only so she's all pissed off uh we find out that Els owes emma 600 bucks and owes mike 500 bucks Els is broke right he hasn't made any money because all the songs that he, he worked on never got released. So he never got any of that publishing money, right? And he got tired of asking his parents for money. So he started asking them. Uh, and he's complaining the fact that not only that he's broke, but that he hasn't been able to afford even a haircut, 
right? Something he's not lined up correctly, something he needs to get done regularly, and he hasn't been able to do that, right? So they try to make him feel better, right? They're still having a good time. Cut to the next morning where they're all passed out, drunk. Mike is awake, and somebody shows up to the tour bus. They were all hanging out in the tour bus, by the way. Somebody shows up to the tour bus, and it's a barber that Mike called and had come over to cut L's hair. So it's a nice little moment where clearly Mike cares about L's and is doing this nice thing for L's who is, you know, not feeling good about his situation, being broke, can't even afford to get his hair cut, right? So, and L's gives him a nice hug. So it's a sweet moment. And it's the only real moment aside from the end of this episode where we see any of them because the majority of this episode is dealing with Gaeta and Dave, which we cut back to Gaeta and Dave. Uh, going to get the chain. They show up to this house and they walk around the back of the house, which just makes me nervous walking around the back of somebody's house you don't know, right? It's just like you just walking around people's property, especially in America and especially in states that may have very lax or, or non-existent gun laws, right? Like you walk around somebody's house in Florida or Texas where just like any person can have a gun and can kill you for little to no reason just makes me nervous but they go around back and uh gata's friend couldn't join which gata's kind of bummed it's like we could have used an extra person never know what's gonna go down here uh but his friend had to work so he couldn't show up so they go and they go in, knock on the door, and uh, they go in, and Gata tries to sell them, instead of on the verse that he already has, tries to sell them on doing a verse with little Dicky instead of Rick Ross, because obviously Dave is right there, and obviously Gata doing this, so he can still keep this Rick Ross deal as a potential down the road. Uh, and of course, they have no idea who Dave is. They have no idea who little Dicky is. Um... And Dave, of course, mildly offended at the fact that they don't know who he is. Uh, and uh, Gata tells him to look him up, little look up little Dickie's videos, check out his numbers. They do. They're like, oh, he's he's legit. He's got numbers, right? So Gata says he checked out their music and he thinks it's good, right? But what they need, their content isn't good. Like their their stuff is good, but their content's not good. They're talking about guns and killing. And Gata tells them that they could easily go to jail for their lyrics, which I don't know if you can actually if people have gone to jail for their lyrics yet, but considering we are going into an era where places like Florida you can be sued for calling somebody a fascist or a racist. Uh, because fascists and racists are s such snowflakes that they passed a law that allows that can allow them to sue anybody that calls them that, whether it's in person or online. So be careful who you call a fascist or a racist to online, because if they live in Florida, uh, they can legally sue you. Uh, but as far as going to jail, but it's an interesting argument Gata is making, uh, because. Right. They're, they're kind of 
pissed off at people's narrow-minded views that people have of their work, right? It's like, well, we're talking about more than that. And Gato's like, listen, if you put little Dicky on a verse, then then you can claim that the song is comedy. It's a parody, right? So you can get away with saying it because little Dicky, because he is the parody artist, right? All of his songs are parodies and comedy, which Dave kind of rolls his eyes like, it's, it's more than that, but like he sees where he's going, right? <clears throat> but having him on their track will protect them in court. And then you see Dave kind of realizing what Gate is doing and reluctantly goes along with it. And they ask Dave to show them what he's got. And Dave kind of goes in and he's like, you know, I'm kind of want to bring back the old school style of rapping. Like, Hey, my name is Dave and I'm here to say, and they go like, they go, they minds they're like this is you're not you're not a rapper what is this are you serious right now clearly like dave making a joke about the worst kind of white guy rap that you could have and dave's like no i'm joking set up that mic let's do this thing right so they do dave does his rap thing they do a skit they're all bonding they're having fun right they give dave the chain back at the end right and uh, Dave tells the engineer that he'll work with him anytime. He loves his work. He'll work with him anytime. And then Dave says they can still hang out if they want to hang out. And they're like, yeah, let's do this, right? They're all smoking weed, hanging out, making music. Great time. Like, they're all bonding. Everything's in the past. Completely different situation. Uh, then cut to Dave and his crew showing up, uh, along with Gata's friend, showing up to Rick Ross's brunch. And Dave is nervous having Rick's chain even in his pocket, right? It's already caused him enough. Uh, then he notices the guy uh, that robbed him, that robbed them, uh, followed him on IG. So he's stoked about it. It's like, oh, look, you followed me on IG. And then Dave realizes that Gata's friend is a mutual friend of this guy. So Gata's friend is actually friends with these people already. So Gata knows this dude set him up right gata leaves to go handle something real quick right he needs to go have a little talk with his friend cut to mill kill a mike showing up and dave looks at his phone right and he's got notes on his phone and the title of these notes i pause this because uh, it just shows up quickly as dave glances at his phone and the title of the notes are why killer mike is wrong and then in the notes which i read uh so i could read i paused it so i could read it dave talks about being prejudiced and how and starts to list all the things they have in common uh and he talks about activism and how dave is you know all for activism but he's kind of d working in a different kind of activism where he did a fundraiser for genital herpes uh which is a very overlooked thing in culture how most people have herpes and like this is the kind of activism that dave is doing and he is also aware of politics and he's trying to, dave's trying to be more political and it kind of ends with him mentioning bernie before it goes to the second page so we don't know what he's talking about as in relation to bernie but obviously uh you know bringing bernie up as an example of the type of politics that he is he is for so then Dave sees Usher and goes over and gushes over Usher. 
And Usher thinks he's being disrespectful at first, but then he's okay. And asked how Dave is doing. And Dave goes into some online beef, you know, that he's having with Killa Mike and asks for Usher's advice. Usher says to go beat his ass, right? And Dave, like, wouldn't feel comfortable fighting any black man that's over 14 years old uh, and suggests maybe that he debate Killa Mike. And Usher's like, hell no, man. He's, like, really, really smart. You don't want to debate him. And then Usher implies that uh, how Usher felt criticized by people thinking he was a bitch and that, you know, what he did to make sure people never treated him like that again, right? Dave asks if he fought, uh, and he fought other men, and da and Usher's just like, I, this is not the conversation I'm having, and he just leaves. So then you have Gata walking over to where his friend is at, like this this photo shoot set up at the party, right? This like rig thing. People could get up on stage and get their pictures taken, whatever. And his buddy's up there. He's about to shoot uh, these, the money guns, you know, the little guns that shoot money out. Um, his, his friend stretch. And uh, he tells him like, they go back to back, like Gata's about to get pictures taken with him or whatever. Um, and he tells him that he needs the money and, that uh, or he, he lets him know, he confronts him, and his friend tells him that he needed money but didn't know how to ask Gata for it. And Gata tells him that they're done as friends and walks off. Let's take a quick break from this episode because I want to promote, are you looking for a way to take your love of the Ray Taylor show to the next level? Look no further than Inspire Disorder Plus. As a member, you'll get access to a whole host of amazing perks, including the full week of shows, ad-free in both audio and video versions, a live painting archive, early access to the many faces, members-only discounts and deals, a podcast back catalog with over 600 episodes but that's not all as a member you'll get access to my personal blog as well as my creative writing you'll also get the chance to ask me anything you want with all of these benefits and more inspired disorder plus is a must-have for any fan of the ray taylor show so don't wait go sign up now head on over to inspireddisorder.com plus and start enjoying all of the amazing perks of the membership and now let's get back to the show and now Gata and Dave is at the bar now getting some drinks and while looking at his notes again for why Killa Mike is wrong. And Gata walks up and Dave asks how it all went. Gata tells him that Dave is so lucky to be him. No one is asking him for anything. He's got no weight on his shoulders. And Dave is kind of more focused on an eyelash that's on, on Gata's face. So he goes and takes it and he tells him to make a wish and Gata wishes that he wasn't there right now. Uh, and Dave wouldn't understand the situation that Gata's in. Um, and obviously Dave would, he probably does understand more than Gata even knows considering the fact that, you know, Gata asked for him for money in the past. Dave is paying for, Mike and Els and Emma and Gata, like he's funding this whole thing, I would imagine. So there's probably, but still, Gate Dave comes from a much more privileged place. I mean, his he came from his parents helped pay for uh, 
you know, he had his bar mitzvah money that he used to get this track that was the, the key thing for him. So in, in a lot of ways, Gata is right. But Rick Ross shows up and Dave tells Gata that they could finally give him his chain back and Gata can ask him about the track, right? But Gata says he is not in that right mindset right now. And Dave does what Gata has done for Dave the entire time as Gata is Dave's hype man. And Dave hypes up Gata, gives him a pep talk, right? Telling him, this is your dream. What? And you're just going to let your dream go? Like you said, when they were walking into this, in this, the, to go, you know, talk to the guys who, who stole the chain, right? You get fall down seven times. You get up eight times, right? This is your eighth time, right? Dave is giving him this pep talk and you see Gata like kind of getting pumped up. So they go back. Gata gives Rick this chain back and Dave starts to pump up Gata uh, to Rick, right? Kind of embarrassingly, uh, embarrassing Gata in the process in some ways, right? Doing a very, Dave is, you know, definitely trying his best to be a hype man, but he's also Dave and it's very awkward and it's embarrassing. Um, but Gata goes in and brings up a time back when Gata lived in Georgia and he hooked Rick up selling him some weed and Rick remembers that and it, it saved his party that, that uh, he got the weed for. So he remembers that. So instantly they, they start kind of hitting it off and they start talking and Dave is kind of watching it all happen. Right. And he's kind of, his mind is blown as Gata kind of picks up the slack and runs with it. And Gata steps up and it's, you know, getting into it with Rick Ross. They're going back and forth. So uh, Rick invites Gata over to work on some stuff. And Gata's like, well, actually, I actually have a track that you worked on a while back that I did some work on. So maybe we could talk about that. Right. So he brings it up. And it's the most organic, casual way for him to bring it up as opposed to however Dave would have brought it up. So Dave just kind of slowly backs away. And of course, as Dave is backing away, he backs directly into Kill a Mike. Right. And Dave goes into like how he's been stewing over the tweet that he gave all day. And of course, Killer Mike has no idea what Dave is talking about, has no idea who he is. And he just and he tells him that he just didn't know who he was and his friends were turning him on to his stuff. So that's what like it, it was a legitimate question that Killer Mike didn't know who this guy was. It wasn't like. And of course, Dave just assumes everybody knows who he is. Like he's the biggest superstar in his own head, whether he's going to get the chain from the guys who robbed him or even kill a Mike. He just assumes everybody knows who he is um, and then perceives whatever they say from that kind of perspective. That is wrong. So. Uh, Mike noticed him talking about wanting to do good by the black community. Um, and asked Dave if he would donate 15000 to a black bank. And Dave misunder, mishears him and thinks he said 50000 uh, But Mike says he'll take the fifty k. I meant fifteen, but if you want to do fifty, we can do fifty, right? That would be a good, like you want to talk about having a good foot forward doing to help the black community. This is a great way to do it, right? And dry, Dave tries to get out of it. 
but quickly quickly changes course immediately like just abandoning trying to get out of it like he's already stuck in this for 50k which is what he just got out of paying for the rick ross necklace and now he's going to be paying this 50k which he says he doesn't have or it's not it's not five dollars like gata referred to the 50k feeling um and then killer mike's like <clears throat> or dave or mike tells him that his chain the chain that he's wearing costs more than 50k and then uh dave kind of mentions how expensive chains are you know after realizing how expensive they are and mike lets him know that they're a symbol of a lot more than just uh that to the black community right and uh but mike fucks with dave because dave fucks with the black community and he's they ha happily shakes his hand and walks away he's like oh great 50k peace out good to meet you i'm gonna go hang out with people i know um and then he calls him 50 band man and dave's like yeah i'm the 50 band man that's uh that's what i'm gonna be doing and uh he can't believe he ended up paying the 50k anyway but at least it's going to a better cause than what it would have gone to before uh and then dave sees gata and rick ross and everybody over there dancing so he goes over and they have a good time and everybody has a good time at this brunch and that's how the episode ends right the instant dave mentioned the necklace i knew it was going to be a matter of time before it either got lost or stolen or damaged something bad was going to happen to this necklace uh gata knew exactly how to track it down right and made the right deal to get dave to rap instead of giving up his rick rosso gata navigated the entire situation perfectly um the parts of the episode with the rest of the crew mike ells and emma's felt super tacked on like could have easily been cut out i'm glad it wasn't i love those characters i almost wish this show involved all of the characters more instead of it kind of just seems to be clearly focused on dave but each ep so far anyway each episode seems to be dave and one of them right this was dave and gata last episode was mostly dave and emma so first episode was kind of dave on his own but uh you know maybe next episode will be dave and Els or dave and mike uh, but I like all the characters and I love to see them in the show. And, you know, they always bring a fun flavor to the show. So kind of felt tacked on in this episode, uh, but still a great moment, especially when Mike gets Els the barber when he wakes up the next morning. It's a very sweet moment. Um, so anyway, I'm, I'm glad all that stuff uh went down and we'll see if this thing with l's not having money plays into the show more uh as we go like if he wants you know i'm surprised that he's not getting money to be the dj on this tour is actually kind of a surprising thing uh but regardless uh it's also great to see dave be Gata's hype man for once you know they at the end of last episode very emotional last episode last season uh where they really bonded over both being named dave uh so it's it's nice to see that dave is finally there for his friend Gata in this episode giving him the pep talk right even though it was corny the introduction with rick ross and all that Gata stepped up 
knew exactly how to open up and get his foot in the door to talk about that weed hookup back in the day. Um, also cool to see Dave step up and record with the robbers. It's always fun to see Dave rap in all these episodes. Um, it seems like they've added a lot more of that to the, the show as well. Like every episode has, and it's usually been in music video form or making of music video form. Uh, but it's nice to see in this him recording. So w overall more focus on Dave in this season, seemingly than last season where it seemed like maybe they, you know, they, in past seasons, there was the episode where it was just Els and Emma where they hooked up the one time. There's the one episode where it's kind of Mike on his own on his birthday, which is kind of a depressing, kind of a depressing episode. But that season was also emotionally all over the place. But it's kind of good. So since Dave seems uh, okay, like he's has the ability to donate 50K, I kind of wonder what Dave's finances are really like, right? Because it's not like he only had 50K and now he's giving this bank 50K. Like he clearly has more than that, but how much more? It's still, I'm sure it's still made, still 50K. So interesting, but, uh, you know, cause he's still a lower level fame. Like he's just now, this is his first tour. He has one album out, you know, it's not, he's just very new, new in the industry, despite the fact that he thinks everybody should know who he is. Uh, next episode is episode four from season three titled Wisconsin. Allie joins the tour to rekindle an old flame. While Dave looks to ignite a new one, written by Emma Wiz, uh, Wisdom and directed by Sinclair. So, I have a feeling Allie is from Wisconsin and an old flame is somebody from her hometown. And maybe Dave, maybe one of Allie's friends or something is... Uh, but interesting that they're go she's going on tour. I love that character, obviously, since they broke up. Like, Dave is the best Dave when he is around Allie. So it's going to be interesting to see what Dave we get in the next episode. But either way, that is a wrap for this episode of the Dave Recap Podcast for today. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you come back next Tuesday for more laughs, insight, and opinions on this awesome show. And join the conversation by leaving a comment or rating on your favorite podcast platform or over on youtube.com slash inspired disorder if you are watching these episodes. Until then, I'm Ray Taylor reminding you to keep it real, keep it funny, and keep watching Dave. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at inspireddisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at inspireddisorder.com. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.